everyone, welcome to another episode of What is a Podcast. I hope you're having a good morning or evening or afternoon or whatever slice of time feels right to you right now. Um, I want to start off, rest in peace Hank Aaron, the legend, rest in peace Larry King, the legend. Um, and it's been an interesting week. We've had um, the inauguration. We have a new president, a peaceful shift of power, whatever that means. Um, but yeah, we have a new president who's already doing the presidential things, signing some orders, trying to undo Donald Trump's fuckery. Apparently, Donald Trump had a Diet Coke button in the office. Like, just press the button and someone brings him Diet Coke, which is some actual Corey in the house shit, right? Um, But yeah, we have that. And I think I watched the inauguration, and this is the first time in my life I think I've ever paid attention to an inauguration, right? Because when Obama got inaugurated, it was 2009. I was a ninth grader, right, in 2009. And Obama got inaugurated, I remember it pretty well. It was second period geography class. Obama's inauguration is on the TV. We've stopped class. And I fall asleep in the Obama inauguration. Not because I didn't care or anything. I just fell asleep. I was tired. I was fucking 14. Cut me some slack. And I remember my teacher coming up to me saying, sleep at night, don't sleep in class. And I remember being like, motherfucker, we're not having class, right? We're watching TV here. We're watching the inauguration, I already know he's about to get inaugurated. It's not like they've ever fucked that up. So I was I was upset that day because my teacher, you know, he, he cut off my nap time, you know. Um, but in watching this inauguration, which a combination of it being a pivotal moment in history, like we just had the Capitol insurrection, terrible. We just had Donald Trump, terrible president. And the fact that we're all like at home, right, just let me to watch the fucking inauguration and just thinking about the optics taking all of that in i realized that republicans donald trump and others are for the most part pretty swaggerless and i'm not saying that democrats have a lot more swag than republicans right that's not something that's like incredibly different but the optics of the inauguration because the inauguration is just a ceremony right it's formalities and niceties and all of that stuff right the optics of the inauguration right was cleaner than every anything i've ever seen donald trump come with donald trump never came as correct as the biden harris administration right we had people dressed down to the nines we had everyone looking gorgeous we had jennifer lopez singing let's get loud in the middle of the fucking this land is my land song right everything i was like yes this this is fine right i like this it's entertaining in places right i don't really care for presidential speeches like what are you going to say, Joe Biden? You're already the president. That's not something that I needed to um, listen to very closely. But I felt like looking at the optics that the Democrats have now that the Democrats are back in the White House and what Trump had, right? And Trump is like this billionaire mindset guy, this supposed businessman, right? That should be like classy, right? He made his He made his fame off of the billions and millions of dollars that he had, 
right? He made his fame off of being this high-class person, but I never seen him come with high-class optics ever, right? Ever, ever. None of the Trump paraphernalia, none of the Trump rallies, none of that looked as clean as the inauguration. And of course, the inauguration is a special time, and you can argue again that the inauguration doesn't really mean anything, or that it costs too much money, or whatever, right? But when it come when it comes to this, right, whether it was Trump's inauguration or rallies or campaigns, nothing, nothing, nothing looked as clean as and maybe it looked cleaner at Biden's inauguration because barely anyone was there. I don't know exactly, but I was like, okay, the Democrats know how to do this. And then shout out to Bernie Sanders, who even in the midst of all of these like pristine optics, like all of these camera flashing moments the camera flashed on bernie sanders and bernie sanders got one last meme in before trump officially left office right like trump was essentially like a meme lord as president right especially like in the early days and twitter before he got got from twitter and the internet basically like he was like the meme president right but bernie right inauguration with his coat with the mittens Everything just at a go. People flash the camera. Bernie just chilling, minding his business. Boom. Greatest to ever do it. Coldest to ever do it. Biggest meme of the year. Bernie motherfucking Sanders. Eat your heart out, Donald Trump. I know you like the social media engagement. Maybe Donald Trump. I'm just thinking about this now. I was going to say, you know you like the social media engagement. It must kill you to have Bernie doing better than you. But I just realized, if Donald Trump doesn't have access to so much of the internet there's a possibility that donald trump doesn't know about the bernie meme there's a possibility donald trump might not know that the bernie meme has been everywhere like it's getting less and less funny as people run the bernie meme into the literal ground but yeah i'm thinking i mean someone probably told him about the meme i'm sure Right, because I'm sure he still has like assistants and things, and like fucking Jared Kushner is still a person. So I'm sure someone told him, but it's possible that he just does not know. He's never seen it because his internet access is gone, right? And I never want to be left out of a meme. I hope I never get my shit taken away, you know, knock on wood, as I um don't want to jinx myself. But yeah, that's. Something I just thought of right now. Um, but speaking of Donald Trump, right, other than being general shit for brains, um, I was reading, like, Donald Trump did a whole bunch of pardons before he left office, right? Like, over a hundred pardons. Like, he was just trying to get him out, which, I mean, I get why, like, you want to do, like, your last presidential duty or presidential ability, right? I get why, right? But... Donald Trump pardoned Kodak Black, who is a rapper who is in jail, right? Um, He's a troubled youth rapper. He's had some run-ins with the law, and he was in jail. And Donald Trump pardoned Kodak Black, of all people, right? And there are other people, like, um, in jail, like rappers in jail, that Trump did not um, pardon, right? Like Bobby Shmurda, for example. But Kodak Black, right? Because to me, it doesn't make sense for him to pardon Kodak Black. It doesn't make sense for Donald Trump to like really even know 
who Kodak Black is, right? So my theory here is a lot like back when he was trying to get reelected and there was some rappers that um, sort of attached themselves to Trump. A lot of it was for financial reasons. Um, what if this is... Um, what of this is Donald Trump trying to sort of get some good grace with, let's just call him the urban youth, the youth of the of the world, like the people that listen to hip hop and rap and are all up on the new rappers, right? What if that was his last attempt to um to re- relate to people in my age group, right? I would say probably like from eighteen to thirty, right? Those young voters. What if that was his last? chance to sort of save some face because otherwise i don't understand why he did that right and some people are happy about kodak being free and some people i think have no opinion some people think he should still be in jail what whatever right that's a discussion to be had with your peers who think that way right um but when it comes to kodak black being pardoned a it just again it makes no sense especially since other rappers right who did not do some of the things that kodak black was accused of doing right um are still in jail like not pardoned right if you can pardon kodak black why couldn't you pardon bobby Schmurda? that doesn't really make sense to me other than he was trying to find something that would get the youth on Donald Trump's side at least a little bit before he left office just in case he makes some type of comeback whether that's political or otherwise um but yeah it's just it's just a strange thing and I'm seeing that he Kodak Black released a new song I have not listened to it and I'm not gonna tell you my feelings this is not me listening to it and regurgitating or reviewing what he says but it says here that um Kodak Black referenced Donald Trump's pardon in his new song. So maybe in this sort of first day out sort of release, there's Trump praise. Is that what it is? Maybe. Or it could be just like finally out of jail. It could just be that. But um, yeah, I think maybe this was all part of a bigger plot, right? Just that little sprinkle of good grace that Trump left us with. Although I do think that if Trump did leave us a sprinkle, I don't think you should take that sprinkle. I think you should throw that sprinkle in the trash. But I think that was Donald Trump's maybe potential morsel of a sprinkle, right? Um, but I want to move to something sort of international relations e, Because um, a while ago on Twitter, which as everyone knows is the number one news source in America... Um, there was a woman on Twitter, right, talking about um, Bali, talking about living, living in Bali, right? And she said, like, life changes once you leave America. I've been living in Bali with, like, my girlfriend, and we've been having the best time, blah, 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 right? And I didn't read the entire thread. I think it was, like, a Twitter thread. I did not read that entire thread because... Immediately from the first post, it was like, this sounds like, like, just like tourist culture at potentially its worst, right? And you probably don't live in Bali permanently, like just from like the first suite, I was like, you probably don't live in Bali permanently. You're just sort of like making it work or you're just in Bali with your 
reserve of American money and that American money might run out. And when that does, you're going to have to come back to America, right? That's what I thought, right? And then there's also, like, thinking about it for, like, two seconds more. It's like, this is, like, colonizer, settler behavior, right? Um, Because I think it was, like, just the tone that this woman was taking was, like, this is kind of colonizer-y, right? Maybe you should rethink your position or at least change your tone, right? Um, And apparently, this woman, right, after... Like, saying, like, oh, life changes when you go to America. I live in Bali. It's, like, cheaper to live here or whatever. Like, I'm living lavish in Bali, right? After that, right, people were on Twitter. I saw afterwards, like, people were, like, legitimately saying you're a colonizer, right? People were legitimately saying, like, what you're doing is wrong or at least, like, what you're doing is dumb or, like, this is stupid. Like, it's not going to work out for everyone. Like, it's working out for you right now. And then this woman right sort of said i'm going to sell an ebook about how i did these things right she's like oh i'm going to sell an ebook i'm going to get this sort of um my master plan right how i got to bali how i was going to do this right um they were going to sell that ebook basically saying you can be me too you can stay in bali too you can colonize bali too and i guess the bali police were not having it because that woman is getting deported from bali right if they're not already deported they are in the process of deportation right and i think that this moves to something that is a broader topic right and that broader topic is don't snitch on yourself right If you know that you're doing something that's a little bit sketchy or like it's beneficial for you, right? But you know that you're bending some rules here, right? If that's the case, don't snitch on yourself, right? Especially not if your Twitter is public, right? I see this mostly on Twitter than other social media platforms. But Twitter, they'll be like, oh, I stole $50 from the gas station market, right? People will say shit like that. I'm like, well, one, no, you shouldn't do that. But two, like, why are you making it hot for yourself? Why are you confessing, right? They got you in fucking 1080p, right? They got the screenshots after that. That shit, even if you delete it, it doesn't go away. Why are you committing to crimes and then confessing on the internet that you commit the crime? right? Why is you doing that? That's not the play. You do not snitch on yourself, right? I remember there was a point in time where it was, um, people were telling how to steal from a self-checkout, like at like Target or Walmart or anything, right? And people were saying like all the different methods of self-checkout that you can, um, you can get, get over on the stores like you you might not get it for free but you can get it for way cheaper like they were detailing their methods right and i looked at that flabbergasted like bro people are gonna be on the lookout now right you told walmart your secrets right you told the fucking feds your secrets right why are you giving up the information that easily they can 
work and do measures to prevent that now. And again, I'm not condoning shoplifting. I'm not condoning anything like that. I'm saying if you're doing something like that and you want to keep doing it, why would you snitch? Why why would you snitch? That makes absolutely no sense, right? It makes absolutely no sense that you were you were fucking committing a crime or at the very least a misdemeanor, bending the rules, right? And then just telling the entire world about it and making it worse for anyone else who wants to do what you do. Logically, that doesn't make sense. But I think part of that is like the ruse of social media that you want to share some of these things, right? I can't fully blame people for this because the technology does have an effect on our brains, you know? But um, it's just don't snitch on yourself, right? You should think before you post, is this going to incriminate me? And if it is, you probably shouldn't post, right? Um, Or at least if I was you, I wouldn't post if I did, if I did something like that, right? And I saw something a while ago, like about a month ago, on, um, on TikTok. And this person was saying, because on TikTok, you can play like games where like someone ask a prompt and then people respond to the prompt, right? And this guy's prompt was like, tell me a time when you should have gone to jail, but you lucked out and you did not go to jail, right? Something along that line. Like you should have got, you should have went to jail, but you didn't get caught, right? Something like that. And if that's the case, if you should have gone to jail, but you didn't get caught, right? And I'm I'm assuming people responded to this. I only saw the prompt. I didn't see any response, right? If you should have gone to jail, but you didn't get caught, your first instinct should be, I don't want to get caught still, right? I'm not going to snitch on myself. But the person who like prompted it, and it's not hate to that person. I think that person actually was in jail, and that's probably why they were doing it, right? But if you committed to the crime, why are you snitching, right? Is your moral compass that high, right? Of course not, because you're just doing this for, like, retweets and likes and stuff. But, like, even if you did, like, is your moral compass that high, right, that you um you rob someone or you commit a crime and you're like, guys, my 500 followers, guys, I accidentally did a bad thing. I don't know. I'm confessing to the crime right here. Like, that's not, no, you wouldn't do that. Right, so why are you why are you snitching yourself? Don't don't tell on yourself. But this lady, right, back to this Bali person, right? This lady is getting deported, right? And I think the deportation was because they were selling an ebook, right, to move to Bali, right? Which in a time of a pandemic, I think is quite literally endangering the country, right? And the natives, right? Which again is literally colonizer shit imagine just just imagine right that you sell this ebook to move to bali 25 people right do this ebook right of those 25 people five of them got the coronavirus right on the plane to bali those five spread to those other 25 right now you got 25 people active super spreading the virus right how long does that take to fuck over bali right not that long i would say right in all likelihood, not that long, right? So, in literally endangering the country and taking advantage of the country's resources in a way that didn't seem appreciative of the com- of the country, right? No, 
get them out of there, right? Deport them. And that's that's what you get for fucking snitching. You could have been a colonizer by yourself. You could have settled by yourself, maybe told people in private, start your own little settlement, which again, I'm as I'm doing this, it's fucking colonizer shit. You shouldn't do this, right? But if you did that, you should have done it more sneakily, right? But you didn't, you you had to post publicly and now your lavish lifestyle is gone, right? Because I think part of it is that the the exchange rate in Bali, right? So like US money would go a little bit further in Bali. That's sort of how you can like finagle your way to afford a place like that. But come on, don't don't colonize. I didn't think I'd have to say that on this platform, but don't colonize. That's not what we're what we need to do, right? We we can we can visit other places, we can go other places, we can see the sites and interact with different people without colonizing, right? Cause I'd be willing to bet that these people that move to Bali like didn't talk to locals that much. I'd be willing to bet that they didn't talk to locals like on a friendship level, right? If they had any local friends, I would be be legitimately surprised. Um, but yeah, they fucked themselves over, right? This woman and her girlfriend who were living in Bali, having a nice little like year-long honeymoon, gone, donezo. Just because you, so, you, you, to, you told on yourself. You made it hot for yourself. No one snitched on you. This is all your own social media behavior, right? That's, it's incredible that social media is that powerful, but that's what it is. You got to make sure that you, that you take care of yourself on there. Um, but yeah, anyway, speaking of interacting with other people, um, there's a story here that you probably heard about, right? And it is this Disney Channel beef, right? This Disney Plus beef, right? Um, to break it down, we have Olivia Rodrigo, right? Actress, Disney actress. I'm looking at her um, Wikipedia page. It says she played on Bizarre Vark and in High School Musical, the musical, the series, which I did end up watching a little bit of High School Musical, the musical, the series, and I thought it was pretty good. I didn't finish it, so I do recognize um, this Olivia character. Um, and I guess this other guy that we're going to talk about is also in the show. I didn't watch the show, like, this super closely, so I don't really recognize him. But this Olivia, this Olivia girl, right? Actor, singer, right? Typical Disney Channel stuff, right? She comes out with a song called Driver's License, right? And this girl is 17, like, quite literally a girl. Um, she comes out with a song called Driver's License, and it's honestly... A great song, right? This driver's license song, it hits hard. It's a strong, powerful song. Her voice sounds great in it, but it's a sad song at the same time, right? It's, I'm still in love with this person that like taught me how to drive and I'm driving by their house and like, I'm sad. Like there's a whole bunch of themes there. It's a sad, but strong, powerful song, right? And I guess the Disney Channel, um, fans i don't even know if disney channel is what it used to be what i remember because i know what disney plus is but i don't know what goes down on actual disney channel but the people in the in the fandom of olivia rodrigo right they deduce 
that this song Driver's License is about this guy Joshua Bassett, who was on High School Musical, the musical, the series with Olivia, like that was her co-star, right? Apparently they pieced it together from like interviews and information from the song, like good on them. They, they did the snooping for me, right? So this Driver's License song, which is about heartbreak, is a sad song like Unrequited Love, right? They found that it's about this guy, Joshua Bassett, right? But further than that, further afield, in the song Driver's License, they mention a blonde girl, right? Olivia says something along the lines, I'm not quoting her, just paraphrasing, that you're with the blonde now who's so pretty and she's older and she makes me insecure. Like, my insecurities stem from people that look like this perfect blonde girl, right? And this blonde girl in question appears to be this woman named Sabrina Carpenter, right? And Sabrina Carpenter, woman, 21 years old, right? Joshua Bassett, 20 years old, okay? Olivia Rodrigo, 17 years old. Now, now you see there's, in terms of age, there's, there's a little bit of fuzziness here, right? We're getting into some fuzzy areas, right? Because this girl, Olivia, supposing that everything is true, is professing her love to this 20-year-old guy. And to be fair, he just turned 20. His birthday, Joshua Bassett, is December 22nd. So he's been 20 for about a month. So 19-year-old, let's say. Um, but she's saying, um, she literally says in a song, I'm still in love with you, but you're with this blonde girl. And really, a blonde girl can be anyone, but you know these Disney people, they, they be with each other, right? So... She's professing her love. He's with Sabrina Carpenter, allegedly, but like a heavy, like allegedly. And all of that is like drama enough, right? That's drama enough. And then Sabrina Carpenter, right, comes out with a song called Skin, right? Olivia's song is called Driver's License. Sabrina's is called Skin, right? Now, Olivia, again, reminder, 17, younger girl, right? She's sad, right? There's clearly sadness in the song. Sabrina comes out with a song that's essentially bullying Olivia Rodrigo, right? Saying like, you can't get under his skin, but his skin is on mine. Something like that. Like something like very sexual for a Disney, um, for a Disney singer, but who knows what their contracts are. Um, but she was basically bullying, saying like, I have him, you don't, like you're trying to manipulate the public but we all know the truth right like but like the tone of sabrina carpenter's song right is very much like pointed to like punch on this other girl right it's very clearly like a diss track whereas olivia rodrigo was like fuck i'm sad right this is sad boy hours let me write this song and play on my guitar sabrina was like Oh shit, you mentioned me? I'm the pretty blonde that's dating the person who you thought was gonna be your man? No, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna fire all the shots, right? Brah, 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 and really just knock you down, right? And to me, right, while I do think that if you're going to like talk shit, or if you're going to start some type of beef, right, even if you're 17, I do think that you can get in arguments. Like, I do think that 
in terms of like a war of words, right? 17 and 21 isn't so much different, right? But if you're in Sabrina Carpenter's position, because according to Sabrina Carpenter's song, she said, and I'm paraphrasing, you put the spotlight on me, but I've been in the spotlight. And I'm not super familiar with Sabrina Carpenter's work. I don't think I've been involved or I've watched anything that she's been in. I mean, I could have seen something she's been in and I just didn't recognize her, but I'm looking at Sabrina Carpenter and I don't think I've seen anything she's been in, right? But she says, I've been in the spotlight. That suggests child star or I've been famous way longer than you, right? And the fact that Olivia already put herself in a lower position of power, right? She says that people like Sabrina or this pretty blonde girl, right? she makes me insecure like my insecurities stem from like my peers who seem to have things put together in a way that i don't have yet right and sabrina carpenter comes in just shots firing guns blazing in the song and again if a seven if you're 17 i do think you're responsible for your actions and you can get you know dissed back right if you do but it just seemed like sort of a lack of awareness on Sabrina's part, right? At least a little bit, right? Because you know that the power dynamic is not equal. One in age, one in status, apparently in fame, and three with this fucking guy named Joshua Bassett. So the power dynamics are clearly not equal, right? And it's tipped in favor of Sabrina. So Firing down raining bombs on Olivia, who again, 17, not 18, 17, right? It seems like it can come off as like you're just being a bully just to be a bully. And on the smattering of tweets that I saw um, relating to this, right? Some people did think like, wow, that was unnecessary from Sabrina Carpenter. Like that was kind of whack. Like, why are you messing with this girl in that way? right? Like, you could have responded in a different way, maybe, right? With, like, a song that wasn't pointed in that way. And also, she would have had to make this song in, like, a week, and it sounded, like, really well produced, but again, she is famous, so, you know. But also, right, the song is good, right? Like, both both Sabrina's songs and Olivia's song, the song is good, right? Like, Disney, like, they know how to pick them, right? Say what you want, about like the Disney stars being actors and singers, but nine times out of 10, those Disney kids are legitimately good singers, right? So the song is good. The song is a banger, right? Like even like if I was to like put a playlist together, right? And Sabrina Carpenter's song comes on, right? And I say, you know what? Let me put this in the playlist. Like I can see like a playlist for a certain mood for both of these songs, right? But here's here's the thing, right? Is that throughout all of this, Olivia Rodrigo, I think most likely dodged a bullet like in the romantics relationship, right? Because this guy, he he's freshly 20, right? This guy, Joshua Bassett, he turned 20 December 22nd, right? But a 20-year-old, right? And a 21-year-old, the optics there are so much better than 20-year-old and 17-year-old, right? If you are 20, if you're listening to this and you are 20, don't talk to 17-year-olds, right? That That's just a rule I think you should have, right? Don't talk to 17-year-olds, right? That's not 
worth it for you. You're at quite literally in most situations, you're at different stages of your life, right? There is a difference in the life stages thing here when you're both like famous and don't go to school, at least not in that way. But um, normally 20 year old, 17 year old, different stages of life, you're not going to get on in the same way, right? Um, And I think that when it comes to this, like a 17 year old and a 21 year old fighting over the same guy, right? No, right? Just no. If you're 17 or if you're, if you're in a love triangle, right? You're 20. You have a choice between a 21 year old, right? A current 21 year old and a 17 year old. Do not even think about the 17 year old. Don't consider the 17 year old, right? Go with the 21 year old. If the 17 year old is sending you messages or expressing interest in you, but you know that you are 20, you are an adult, this person is not, then the answer is literally already made for you. Do not pick the 17 year old. Go with the 21 year old or stay single, you know, or stay single. But it just seems like Joshua Bassett made the right choice, right? If he's dating Sabrina Carpenter, he made the right choice, right? This 17-year-old that's trying to get at him, right, doesn't need to be with him, right? So he made he made the right choice. It's Olivia can still be upset, of course, right? If he's saying one thing, right, and then doing another thing, she has the right to be upset and in the feels about it right especially since he was 19 in all likelihood when all of this stuff is happening but when it comes to like joshua bassett's decision the decision was made for him right you're not going with olivia olivia needs to find someone else right if i was in joshua's shoes olivia's coming on to me no right i do the same thing right but clearly right it seems that Joshua Bassett was saying some things to Olivia that Olivia took to mean that this is my guy. Because she says in the song, right, I guess you didn't mean what you said in that song about me. And again, Joshua Bassett, I'm guessing is a singer, but I'm not going to um, listen to his music just for this. I'm sure he's fine with music, but I'm not I'm not going to see if he's made his own diss track, you know. But um, he's clearly been... Assuming the song is accurate, right? He's clearly been talking to Olivia in a way that he probably shouldn't have if he was interested in Sabrina in the first place, right? So all of these things are like swirling around, right? And then I had to stop. I had to I had to stop for a second, right? I'm thinking about this, analyzing the situation. I'm like, yes, this is something that I can talk about on the podcast, right? Then I was like, wait a minute, right? These three Disney stars, right? In a love triangle, right? It's one of the bigger celebrity stories of the year, really. Um, Disney is behind this. That's that I thought about that today, like recently, right? Disney is behind this, likely, right? Disney is manufacturing. That's why these songs came out, right? So close to each other. Olivia Rodrigo, Driver's License, shoots skyrockets to the top of the charts, right? And it's a good song, like legitimately good song, right? And then I don't know if Disney had a hand in Olivia Rodrigo's original song, right? But I do think that it's highly likely that Disney Channel had a hand in putting this love triangle to the public, right? And 
maybe this love triangle is real. I think that there's a good chance that this love triangle is real and that there's real feelings, right? But Disney, right, knowing that these are like heavy hitters, right? Heavy hitters in the roster, right? Recognizable faces. They say, okay, you you guys have issues that should honestly be worked out in private, right? You should talk about this amongst yourselves or with like friends or something. But we're going to make this into two fucking bangers, right? You, Olivia, you, you got the song. We're going to put the song out. You, Sabrina, we're going to get your song out a week later, right? A week later, you're going to put your song out. Banger, right? We're going to get radio hit after radio hit. And they're going to talk about you in the papers, in the articles, in the publications for a long time. Will this beef resolve? Will it not resolve? Was there even beef in the first place? They're going to be talking. They're going to be talking. They're going to be talking. Because honestly, I'm a 25-year-old, right? So this guy, Joshua Bassett, I, I just said I'm 25. I am 26. Jesus. Um, but this guy, Joshua Bassett, right? I was born in 1994. Joshua Bassett, born in 2000. Sabrina Carpenter, born in 99. And Olivia Rodrigo, born in 2003, right? So I, not super far removed. I am a millennial by technicality, but I am not super far removed years-wise from this, right? And I know nothing about what's going on at Disney Channel other than this, right? I know High School Musical, the musical, the series, right? I know that the Disney Channel plus Disney plus all the Disney Channel original movies and content is there, right? But I don't know what Disney Channel is doing, what the actual Disney Channel is doing. I don't know other than these three, I don't know who the stars are. I don't know anything like that, right? And I'm willing to bet that a lot of people are in my boat, right? When I don't think, and maybe this is because like I don't have kids, like I'm not a parent, but I'm willing to bet, right, that a lot of people don't know these these new Disney stars, but they did know, they did know Miley Cyrus for sure, right? And then I think a lot of parents also knew Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato. I think a lot of people knew those three, like, just ubiquitously, right? Like, those people were, I think, in the fucking A-list zeitgeist more so than these new crop of Disney stars, assuming that there is a crop of Disney stars outside of these three, right? But with this, we're putting them into the public eye. So, like, the 45-year-olds right, are going to know who these people are, right? Just like how they knew about Miley and Demi and Selena. And by the way, remember when Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato were best friends, right? I was reading through this beef and I was like, damn, am I too old for this? Like, I was like, what? Remember, like, the marketing used to be these two girls are best friends. Now look at it. These two girls are enemies fighting over this same guy, right? The same guy, right? Even though a 17-year-old and 21-year-old, right, probably shouldn't be fighting over the same guy. They're fighting over the same guy. And it's just like, I was like, take me back to the days. Like, I felt like a fucking parent when I did that. I was like, oh, take me back to the good old days when things were wholesome, blah, blah, blah. When fucking Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez were best friends, right? That's what I thought about, right? As I was like reading more and more into this, right? But I also had a thought, right? 
and this is no shade to Joshua Bassett. I'm sure that this guy is a nice guy. But these people, Olivia and Sabrina, they don't need this guy, right? I'm sure that like with their with their lives, right? With how busy they probably are, with like these new projects, right? They don't need this guy to be happy, right? I'm I'm sure of that, right? And he, to be fair to Joshua, he doesn't need them either, right? Like, they don't need actually this guy, right? So thinking about what the future holds, right? So we have these two big songs that are taking off, right? These people are getting more and more like A-list magazine, People Magazine, E! News. They're getting that type of coverage, right? This isn't Snapchat coverage. They're getting frontline main magazine coverage, right? What's next is this could be, right? I'm just, I'm just thinking here. I'm spitballing a little bit, right? Um, it could be like this is like the branch to their solo careers, right? And maybe they still are under Disney contracts. I don't know right? I don't know their lives. But these songs are so big that I think that you could legitimately branch off and do some, do some solo work with it, right? Do some like solo post Disney work because these songs are not Disney really, right? Like in terms of like Disney is behind it, like I do think Disney has some type of hand in it. But in terms of like the content of the songs, like this isn't no Hannah Montana. This isn't Wizards of Waverly Place. These are like legitimate, solid, independent songs that do not need Disney's backing to get like popular, right? But I'm thinking like if this is like the play to like launch the next set of former Disney stars, great. Because right now we have, we got Miley, we got Selena, we got Demi, right? And they all have success in the varying capacities, right? And if it's a next set of former Disney stars, right? Not just like the next crop of popular Disney stars on TV, because I think honestly that ship has sailed, right? Get this new generation of Disney kids, I don't know them, right? I don't know them at all, so I'm not even going to, um, I'm not even going to pretend that I do, right, but when it comes to the solo careers, right, thrusting them into the spotlight, these two girls, and by extension this guy, right, the post-Disney, um, the post-Disney life for them could be pretty strong, right, and I'm gonna look, I'm looking at, um, DisneyChannel.com now, which I wasn't planning on doing, but I'm looking at the shows here, and I see Raven's Home, that's a Raven, that's something I recognize, Gabby Duran and the Unsittables, never heard of it, Sydney to the Max, never heard of it, Zombies, never heard of it, Zombies 2, never heard of it, um, there's a couple cartoons here, there's Bunked, never heard of it, Right, there's a lot of things that I haven't heard of and also like not that much, right? And I don't know exactly the variety in my day. I don't know if this is the same slate in my day, but there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, and at least like five of these look like movies, right? Um, so when it comes to this and these new crop of Disney stars, Ryan, I don't think there's 
a whole lot and a lot of these are animated right so i don't think that there's a whole lot that they're working with with the channel so it might be like the post of disney career for these two girls might be Disney bringing itself back into the spotlight so people might see these other Disney Channel stars who probably also sing, right? Um, but that's just, just, just you know, me, me spitballing. Who knows? But either way, right, at the end of the day, Joshua Bassett made the right decision, right? Olivia, upset, I understand. I feel, I feel the pain in the song, truly. It's a great song, right? But Josh, Joshua made the right decision, right? Assuming all of this is real, Joshua made the right decision. And Sabrina, right, knowing that Joshua made the right decision, knowing that you were 21 and this girl is 17, right, probably shouldn't have made a song that's as pointed as it is, right? Assuming there's some realistic intent there, that pointed song, probably not the play. It seems a little bit, um... Again, like like you're not aware of the situation a little bit. But maybe you just wanted to be mean. Like, I do think that you can be mean to 17-year-olds. If they're talking shit, you can definitely be mean to a 17-year-old. But it didn't seem like it in this scenario, right? But overall, I got sucked into a Disney rabbit hole, which, I don't know, am I that person now? Like, I feel like back when I was a teen and there was like, Miley Cyrus, Jonas Brothers, Selena Gomez, like, who's dating who, right? I remember that, right? And I remember people talking about it, right? And I remember, like, I don't know, I remember it being a big deal. And now am I that, like, outside looking in? Am I, am I that guy now? Am I, am, I don't know, right? Much to think about. But either way, there, there, there are some, there are some ideas that we need to take away from here. One is don't date 17-year-olds. If you're 20, right, again, 20-year-olds, listen up here. If you're 20 and that 17-year-old girl is messaging you, or worse, you're messaging that 17-year-old girl, do not. Stop messaging her in that way, right? Do not, okay? Number two, back to the Bali, don't snitch on yourself, okay? Don't snitch on yourself. Don't tell people too much about your house. Don't have people running up on you. Don't make it out for yourself. Number three, Republicans are swaggerless, right? I think if you can take that with you, then this was a successful podcast episode. Um, Yeah, anyway, I think I'm going to wrap that up there. I do need to save my voice a little bit. Thank you for watching, listening, paying attention. I will see you next time. All right. Love you. Dot com. Thank you.